99.9 Camo J. That's S. Dot, the DJ. Wake up, workout. Who did it better? I like that mix right there. It's 814 on the clock. Joining us, a very special guest with Sound Royals, Royalties, the director of Sound Royalties, and five-time Grammy nominee Reggie Calloway talks about his joining uh, the Archives of African American Music and Culture Advisory Board. Good morning, Reggie. How are you? Chantel Sings, how you doing? That <laughs> fix just blew me away. I was I was grooving. I was grooving. You cut me off. <laughs> I know. I told you. I, I just knew you would jo- enjoy that. That's one of my favorites. Who did it better? And just old school versus the new school. I like that. Yes, indeed. I, I heard some uh, some some uh, Shalomar with Jody Wiley. She's got a new song coming out. She asked me to give her a shout out, so I will do that uh, this week and kind of blast that out there. But uh, it's a lot of great music from the history. As, and going forward, so I'm just excited about what we're doing today. Absolutely. So Sound Royalties, um, as an artist, uh, I'm more familiar with royalties and how it works in the music industry, but for people who do not know what Sound Royalties is, what you do, can you kind of break that down for us as a director? Well, i tell you, you know, the uh, royalty income is one of the, the most important incomes that an artist can have. It keeps them going, helps to uh, provide resources and funding for their future and their family. Uh, during this time, you know, touring is also a great income for artists, but during this time, touring is, is at uh, at a zero. Right. And uh, people are really, really hurting and really struggling. And we're very, very proud at Sound Royalties to not only supply financing, but it's like we also supply hope, compassion, and even dignity so that a person can now get advances from their royalties, meaning get money now that they would be using to, uh, you know, rebuild their studios or promote and their new projects or record them mm-hmm. or even just to make ends meet. So we are a specialty financing company that uh, is able to make these royalty advances to artists and writers and composers, anyone in the music industry. And it's so exciting, you know, to not only be part of the creating a music side, but now we're creating opportunities for other artists. Mm-hmm. What's, tell me, Reggie, what, what is the difference, if there is any, between sound royalties and BMI, for example, and ASCAP? So BMI and ASCAP, collect royalties for songwriters and producers when their music is played on like your radio station mm-hmm. and other uh, you know terrestrial AM and FM radio stations, TV shows. Mm-hmm. Well, sound royalties, we don't collect the money. We make advances against the income that's derived from those income streams. So a person's uh, getting radio play, they're receiving money from BMI or ASCAP, mm-hmm. and we can look at that and say, oh, okay, for the next five years, we figure you're going to make this, so let's uh, see how we can assist you in putting money in your pocket today as opposed to you have to waiting those five years to get that money. Wow. So how does that work for artists? Uh, how do you determine, I, I obviously based on, like you said, what they possibly have coming in in the future, but who, you know, how does an artist be a part of Sound Royalties? Do you go out and you find these artists? Is there recommendations? Or are you just looking to see, you know, how, how does a person even receive that help from Sound Royalties? Okay, so we, we're a very... Uh you know, aggressively trying to help and reach as many people as we possibly can. So we try to do an awesome job at, at that. But people can find us at soundvoltys.com. Uh, they can reach out to me personally on any of the uh, social media platforms, just Reggie Calloway on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Please look out for me, find me. Or if you come to our website, tell them that I sent you. Uh, but basically, we look at, uh, say, the last three years of income. Mm-hmm. And from that, we can derive, uh, you know, how strong their income streams are. And, uh, and how much we're able to help. Mm-hmm. 
So some of the artists that uh, has worked with Sound Royalties include Pitbull, uh, DJ Khaled, Wyclef John, Lil Wayne. Some of these artists are known to be pretty wealthy and and, to, and seem to have uh, a, a much income coming in. How does uh, artists like that receive assistance from Sound Royalties, being that they seem to be doing okay? Well, that that is awesome. Uh, yes, you got it exactly right. It's not just the uh people that you know are sort of uh, in needing of help it's also people that want to advance themselves even further mm-hmm. you see we can we can do advances uh, all the way up to five million dollars ten million dollars mm-hmm. uh, per client so that creates a whole nother uh, a wealth aspect mm-hmm. so if you're one of those guys that you know wants to build your own record label you know it costs you know hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars to put new music out mm-hmm. and oftentimes uh, it's old saying you know uh, to use you know use other people's money use money that's available right and it's, we're able to like really make significant differences if you're trying to build a worldwide uh, project that's dealing with publishing and signing writers and becoming uh, a true a true entrepreneur not just an entertainer mm-hmm. then it you know it takes a lot of money so we've been able to be that platform to make a, a serious difference because in today's market it's all about ownership mm-hmm. it's not just making a record it's do you own the record mm-hmm. do you own the video uh, you know can you help support your own tour it's a big business and mm-hmm. it gives it gives a whole other sense of uh, like I said dignity hope and even compassion to say that we're there to help where the banks uh, may fall through mm-hmm. where uh, you know the record labels may not be seeing you uh, in your present day as, as you were, uh, you know, in your heyday, mm-hmm. you know, we present that whole future that takes an artist and propels them forward and wow. keeps them alive. It's like, it's almost just like a, a, a bank for music artists specifically. That's what it sounds like. Um, you get that. That's right. And <laughs> a resource. We're, we're, we're like a bank, but without the restrictions of a bank. For sure. You know, so we're not, we're not credit-based. Whereas a bank is looking at your credit score, they're looking at your, your collateral and mm-hmm. what kind of assets you have. And we're looking at the income streams themselves mm-hmm. and give you an opportunity to, uh, to, to acquire that necessary funding, mm-hmm. you know, without having to jump through so many hoops. And the biggest thing is we do not own your copyrights. Mm-hmm. We do not collapse upon them. And uh, so a person can get this money without having to sell their soul, so to speak, is mm-hmm. what happened to a lot of artists in the, uh, in the older days mm-hmm. before we were around. Right. Well, we're talking to Reggie Calloway, Sound Royalties Director, um, and talking about you joining the Archives of African American Music and Culture Advisory Board. Now, your resume is extremely impressive, obviously, being a founding member of of Midnight Star. You've also written for artists like Teddy Pendergrass, Gladys Knight, Natalie Cole, and Sync. Tell us about your appointment uh, to uh, the Archives of African American Music and Culture Advisory Board. What is this advisory board? And uh, what is your joining it? What are you bringing to the table with this? So at Indiana University, uh, Dr. Tyrone Cooper is, is the head of the archives. And what, what archives are, it's a digital library, so to speak, of a person's entire life career that can be seen around the world uh, via, you know, via the Internet. Mm-hmm. So uh, because he wanted to put the Callaway collection into the archives, of which we have done. My mother, Gloria Larson, is one of the first. Um, she was a manager of Midnight Star mm-hmm. and also a uh, you know, entrepreneur. 
as well as a, a developer of talent. So in the archives right now is the, is the Cowboy Archives, my brother Vincent and myself, mm-hmm. with uh, you know a lot of our special records digitized. It could be contracts, it could be uh, music lyrics, mm-hmm. photographs. Nice. So now a person around the world can view it and see all this very, very pertinent historical information of a given artist. Right. So when the, when the committee uh, asked me to be part of the advisory board, you know, I jumped on it and was like, I'm just so proud to be a part of preserving you know, our African-American music and culture, mm-hmm. uh, because African-American music, as we know, has been the foundation for most American music uh, from from inception. So uh, the uh, history propels us forward. Mm-hmm. We lose our history, we lose everything. Right. So this archive not only preserves it, but makes it available to people from around the world in real time. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's amazing. And this is located in Indiana, you say? Yes, Indiana University. Hmm. A little short story, you know, when I was when I left my high school band and said I got to go to college, I went to Indiana University to audition, mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't accept me. I was I was crushed, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as it went down, I got accepted by Kentucky State University, mm-hmm. which is where we formed Midnight Star. So if they hadn't turned me down, there might not be a Midnight right. Star. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. That's... Kentucky State University, and now full circle. I'm back also helping out at Indiana University in the uh, archives of African-American music and culture. Wow. What what a life. Amazing. And that, like you said, it came full circle. It all happened the way it was supposed to. Well, amazing right. work that you've been doing. Amazing, uh, you know, as a, as a writer, as a, a member of the music community. We really appreciate it as an artist. I can appreciate everything you've done for the music community and the entertainment industry in general. Reggie Calloway, thank you so much for your time. Director of Sound Royalties and now joining the Archives of African American Music and Culture Advisory Board. I see nothing but great things happening in the industry, with especially with people like you uh, being behind some of these efforts. So thanks a lot. We appreciate your time. Thank you, Chantel, and uh, keep singing, darling. And um, this is the 30th anniversary of I Want to Be Rich, uh, topping the pop charts. Wow. Number two. So I'll come back and see you maybe in December when, when we release a new anniversary version of that. And uh, it's going to be real exciting. All right. Well, let's do it. Let's, let's plan for that for sure. Thanks so much. Okay. You have a great day. All Take right. care of Minneapolis. I love you. <laughs> um, they hear you. They know. They, Reggie Calloway loves you, Minneapolis, St. Paul. <laughs> Minnesota in the house. <laughs> it's now 824 of next. Doja Cat's on the way, plus Alicia Keys. And also Larry Fitzgerald, he's next. He has your sports. This is Freddie Bell and Chantel Saint.